Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number 13 in the book of Philippians. Today, we're going to look at next-gen Christianity or next-gen fellowship, next-gen friendship. And we're going to do that by looking at a guy named Timothy, who Paul has lots of people that he's associated with in uh, in Christian work. Um, one that comes to mind is Tychicus at the end of Ephesians that we talked about a, a couple weeks ago. And uh, even in this passage, there's another guy, Epaphroditus, who's going to be mentioned. But Timothy is special in that he's described as a son and as a child. Now, we know that he's a third-generation Christian. He, His mother was a Christian, Eunice, and his grandmother, Lois, was a Christian. Probably his father was not, um, and, and Paul kind of steps in here. So listen in as uh, Timothy, who is younger, and Epaphroditus, who does not appear to be younger, is described in a passage of coming alongside Paul in the book of Philippians and then coming alongside the work that he's doing. And the reason we're going to do this is we're going to talk about the next generation. We're going to look to the next generation and how we can participate in that and encourage that in our own churches. This is Philippians chapter 2, verse 19. I hope in the Lord Jesus to send... Timothy to you soon, so that I may be cheered by news of you. For I have no one like him who will be genuinely concerned for your welfare. For they all seek their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ. But you know Timothy's proven worth, how as a son with a father he has served with me in the gospel. I hope, therefore, to send him just as soon as I see how it will go with me. And I trust in the Lord that shortly I myself will come also." I have thought it necessary to send to you Epaphroditus, my brother and fellow worker and fellow soldier. He's not described uh, as a younger person. And your messenger and minister to my need. For he has been longing for you all and has been distressed because you heard he was ill. Indeed, he was ill near death, but God had mercy on him. And not only in him, but on me also, lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow. I am more eager to send him, therefore that you may rejoice at seeing him again, and that I may be less anxious. So receive him in, in the Lord with all joy, and honor such men. For he nearly died for the work of Christ, risking his life to complete what was lacking in your service to me. So we have two men here, Timothy and Epaphroditus. Timothy, described as a son, described as a child uh, elsewhere. And what's the benefit of that? Well, Number one, just in no particular order, he's young enough for the rigors of this kind of work. He was uh, he he was uh, fetched, if you will, and plucked out of uh, Lystra, his hometown, in the region of Galatia. So the book of Galatians is written to the region that he is from. From he was uh, circumcised. He was taken on the second missionary journey. He was taken on the third missionary journey, or joined Paul on the on the third missionary journey. Um, and he's been involved with the ministry for a long time and is kind of charged as Paul is going out in the books of First and Second Timothy to kind of keep going and, and keep doing this, this evangelistic work. He's described as being in the same family. And Paul obviously has this great affection uh, for him and uh, he's trusted enough to be sent. He's uh, he's sent hundreds of miles. He's trusted enough to represent Paul. He's trusted enough to establish churches and 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 have uh, 
foundational work in, in churches that Paul kind of leaves him in for a while and then and then moves on. He uh, is uh, a man who is described as someone who is trustworthy enough to exhort people in the faith. Paul describes him as doing the same work of the Lord. And then he defends him as being this young person. Don't despise him. Um, and, and even here, honor such men. So Timothy is a, is an assurance to an older Paul that the Lord isn't finished with humanity and isn't finished with the churches that Paul Paul loves. And this younger man even is described as someone who can cheer uh, cheer Paul up. So P- Timothy is one who seeks Jesus' interest. He seeks the interests of the people uh, described here, the Philippians. Uh, elsewhere, he's described as a disciple, as a beloved person, as a faithful person, as a child, as a brother, and a man. So he's not just just as a child, as a, as a worker. He's he's really pulling his own own weight. So one of the points I want to make is that Paul even benefits by this association. Uh, even in describing him as a father, what for those of you who have been fathers, there's no better job in the world uh, as being a father helps someone children grow up and mature and develop. There's a real satisfaction to there. Uh, just one thing I want to mention about Epaphroditus is that uh, even though Paul just got finished one page earlier, literally in my Bible, saying, hey, th- that for me to, to live is Christ and to die is gain, he describes Epaphroditus as being so sick that he almost died. He's he, happy that he doesn't die because uh, he would have, Paul would have, sorrow upon sorrow. So even though the one who gets to die uh, gets gain, those of us who are left get sorrow upon sorrow. So it's appropriate to, to mourn. All right, so here's the here's the final the, the point here, is, is this is an advertisement for multi-generation uh, uh, churches. The charge is to find a Timothy, find someone of the same gender, about 20 years younger than you and 20 years older than you to serve with and be encouraged and uh, pour yourself into. Typically, the older guy has to initiate. So if that's you, if you're the older guy, ask and um, and and be interest. The Christian life is not to be walked alone. And if you are alone, you got to open your eyes. So Timothy is more than a this, this story about Timothy and Paul and Timothy is more than just an observational thing for us now 2,000 years later. It's instructive. So make room for a, a person of the g- different generation. I'm speaking to men and women here. And then honor and respect and encourage them. Write them. See them. Listen to them. Serve with them. Show them uh, Show them how to get – teach them and show them how they – as a younger person, when they become an older person, that they can encourage and uh, help lead the next generation. So this is a charge for next-gen Christianity, Paul and Timothy. Go find one. Thanks for listening.